0: Good afternoon, good morning. It's Mark Johnson from Loyalty 360. I hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. Want to welcome you back to another edition of Loyalty Live. In this series, we talk to leading agencies, technology partners, and consultants in customer channel and brand loyalty about the technology trends and best practices that impact a brand's ability to drive unique experiences, enhance engagement, but most importantly, impact customer loyalty. Uh, Loyalty Live allows for a deeper insight in the state of customer loyalty as we surface many challenges from brands when we speak with them in a regular cadence about the challenges they are having in and around customer loyalty. And these Loyalty Live sessions allow these leading technologists, agencies, and consultants to really address them in a proactive way. So looking forward to this discussion as always. And today we have the pleasure of speaking with Ramya Morali and Michael O'Brien from Deloitte. How are both of you today?
1: Doing well, thank you, nice to meet
0: you. Thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today. First off, we always like to start these with a little more personal uh, question. I like, like to get an uh, understanding about who we're talking to and uh, their background and passion. So first off, uh, you know, we'd love to know a little bit more about yourself, uh, your history and a role, your role with the company and also uh, you know, uh, kind of this, your background, that'd be great. Maybe we'll start with you, uh, Ranya. <laughs>
1: Uh, so morning, everybody. My name is Ramya Morali. I'm a partner at Deloitte, and I specialize in growth strategy across a lot of our consumer clients and serve clients across the retail and travel and hospitality space. Uh, I'm based in Chicago, and one of the things that I pride myself on is I'm a huge Miami sports fan. I grew up in Miami and root for the college and pro teams that are based down there, and they're not always very good, but I tend to be deeply loyal to them in spite of that. So I'm really happy to be here.
0: That's awesome. And what about you, Michael? Uh, Michael O'Brien,
2: I'm a senior manager in Deloitte Strategy Practice. I spend my time doing corporate and customer strategy and have spent the last couple of years kind of at the intersection of customer experience and loyalty programs. And so that's a little bit about the work I do. I live outside of Breckenridge, Colorado and kind of a mountain enthusiast. So that's where I spend most of my free time.
0: Okay, great. Uh, a fun fact, uh, I can maybe touch on that. Uh, is there a passion to the Dolphins? Uh, obviously, uh, any other fun fact you might have? or uh, Ramya? So,
1: you know, in addition to being a Miami sports fan, I also happen to be a NASCAR fan. Oh, i a fair amount of time at multiple NASCAR tracks across America. So that usually catches people a little off guard. That,
0: that, that's inter- that's interesting. Interesting. Uh, and Michael, uh, I would assume uh, snowboard.
2: A avid skier, uh, big ultra runner, so I uh, love like kind of the fifty to hundred mile races through the mountains is kind of my passion.
0: Oh that's awesome, okay. Um, for those who may not know Deloitte, which I don't think there'll be many people, uh, can you give us a brief overview of the practice within Deloitte and you know how you work with clients uh, to help them enhance their customer loyalty efforts you talked about kind of that intersection of customer experience and loyalty.'d love to know a little bit more about that. but you know uh, you know how does Deloitte partner with you know, the clients and, you know, what industries you focus on?
1: Absolutely. So I think as we think about loyalty as way more than just a marketing function, but a really a broader capability that helps serve your whole enterprise. And so I think within Deloitte, we really think about matching our services to match that point of view on loyalty. So we support clients throughout their loyalty life cycle, whether it's starting a new program or thinking about evolving the program that they have. And so that involves helping to think about what your loyalty program strategy is, designing and it, putting it into market, helping to engage with clients on it, but also a lot of the things that you don't normally think about, which is what are the financials and some of the, like, the investments that are required to help make your program be sustainable? How do you think about the technology that's required to underpin your program and super important. How do you think about how you engage your employees and your partners to help really bring your program to life? So I think we try to think of ourselves as a one-stop shop around loyalty and have capabilities at each of those intersections so that we're helping clients really build a full service loyalty capability. Okay.
0: And Michael, when we talk to uh People want to interview them. Uh, we always like to get an understanding of how uh, you define or how they define customer loyalty and what it means to their organization. So, you know, how do you at Deloitte define customer loyalty, and, and what does it mean to not only Deloitte but to the you know the, the the clients that you serve? Totally, totally, that's
2: a great one. And we spend time talking to clients about that all the time as they start to enter into this space of loyalty. So, I think we think about it as really loyalty being an implicit or explicit agreement between the consumer and the brand enter into a relationship. In a relationship that's really mutually beneficial for both sides. And so kind of breaking that down, when we say implicit or explicit, that doesn't always mean it has to be a very formalized loyalty program. Oftentimes we see it that way, but there are ways to think about it as more of just driving loyalty. And then as we think about that relationship, it needs to be one that is mutually beneficial. So it needs to be more than the consumer just getting discounts. It needs to be how is the brand and the company getting value out of it, whether it be understanding the customers more or potentially getting a larger share of wallet. And then the consumers, right. It's oftentimes we generally think of things like discounts and promotions, but it can be also experiences and
0: other aspects that they really value. Okay. When you look at uh, kind of the landscape, uh, you know, what do you think the biggest challenge uh, or potentially the opportunity you see in customer look today?
1: So I think it really does vary depending on where you are in the maturity curve, if you are trying to introduce a new program into the market, then one of the biggest challenges is it is a very crowded landscape so depending on what category you're in many of your competitors already have programs they're thinking about how they evolve programs. So. the the focus is really on how do you design a program that brings differentiated value to the customer and how do you make sure you're really standing out in what is a very crowded landscape to try to drive engagement, to drive greater, as Michael said, share of wallet, because otherwise your program will be interesting, but it might be a little bit flash in the pan. I think that if you are managing a existing program. I think it's a really different set of challenges. I think it's about how do you think about modernizing your technology and how do you think about evolving the program so it doesn't become stale and so that you can continue to think about it as a living organism that is helping your your business thrive.
0: Okay, great. When you look at uh, brands that uh, do an exceptional job of creating customer loyalty, you know, who would you kind of note uh, that does that, Michael? Yeah, I think one that stands out to me that doesn't have uh, a clear program is actually
2: Patagonia. So they're doing really interesting things as you think about functional benefits of things like the lifetime guarantee on their product, but also the way they emphasize kind of the community and sustainability, both with uh, the transparency in their supply chain, but also where they invest to support advocacy groups. So I think that's a really interesting one because it speaks to their consumer on a shared value that is driving a lot of loyalty in more than just a program. Okay.
1: Yeah,
0: for what about you, Ramya?
1: Yeah, for me, one that stands out is Sephora. I think Sephora does a couple of things that I think is really interesting. One, they leverage a bunch of the data that they receive about what their consumers are purchasing, the frequency, the types of products. So they offer a ton of recommendations and they also surprise and delight their consumers constantly. The ones that are in the loyalty program with extra like little perks or trials of products that might be interesting to them. So I think it's a way that they continue to deliver experiences and little surprise and delight that make them make their consumers feel like Sephora should be their primary stop for beauty products.
0: Okay. When you look at, um, Uh, design of customer loyalty programs, there's definitely been an evolution from RFM to more experienced and and kind of personalized uh, kind of customer loyalty processes. You know, what do you see with regard to loyalty program design? How do you think it's evolved over the, the, the past few years, Michael?
2: Yeah, I think so. It's gone from that very simple transactional benefit. We always joke and call it the buy 10 bagels, get one free model to one that focuses on experiences. How are you giving select access to experiential moments? And then also looking at those shared values. So thinking about the community that you engage and how do you drive a deeper engagement, but then also on, on the flip side of that for organizations, they're thinking about this now more than just a simple marketing tool. How are you using this as a way to Drive personalization, gather more insight and data on your consumers, um, engage them for product innovation and testing, and those type of things. So, trying to think of it more than just a single marketing tool.
1: Okay,
0: great. And when you look at uh, what's upcoming, right? A lot of challenges: privacy, uh, the uh, Apple uh, challenges with regard to email, uh, it's evolving quickly, and brands have a hard enough time kind of keeping up with their day-to-day. So what do you see as kind of the evolution of customer loyalty programs strategy uh, over the next you know, year, year plus? Ron, yeah. what do you see?
1: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, Mark, we've already seen it happen a lot in the last two years because most loyalty programs have had to think considerably about how they evolve their business model in the context of the pandemic. Some of the things that made airline, grocery, travel programs, others really beneficial to the consumer have really been rocked in the context of the pandemic and some of the orthodoxies that we believed in about status and about perks, you know, most companies have had to revisit and, and change. And so I think we're gonna to continue to see that shift as the progression of the pandemic evolves over the next couple of years and say, how do programs remain relevant to their consumers when you might be traveling less or going to the grocery store more or going to the movie theater more or less? And we'll see companies evolve on that front. The other big thing is, as we enter into this cookie existence, more loyalty programs are thinking about how they capture their own data, how they use it, how they monetize that data, and think differently about how they use their data to engage their consumers. And so I think that's going to continue to be a very critical priority for most programs.
0: Okay. Michael, uh, is there a current trend or technology or even maybe a process or idea that you believe that's very important for brands to be considering if they're not considering it or something that that's, it's, you know, it's, you're seeing a lot of interest yeah. or success around?
2: I think there's two are there kind of top of mind, one being closer and one being a little far. So I think closer is, right, as consumers get more comfortable with digital currencies, how does that play into payment and rewards and things like that? And then the other one that's further out that I think it's getting a lot of buzz right now, but it's <clears throat> some of these emerging technologies like NFTs and metaverse and things like that, that all of a sudden, like they might not feel as real to a lot of consumers right now, but they're on the horizon. And we think that over time, they're going to become you know, fairly common in some aspect of a loyalty program as you think about you know, experiences and rewards. So I think those are the two kind of on a time horizon that we're keeping our eye on.
0: Okay. And the last question, uh, somewhat self-serving, but Rami, what can Loyalty360 do as a trade association for the industry to help those who are focused on customer loyalty and customer experience, uh, in, you know, within their journeys? You
1: know, I think one of the things that's really top of mind for us is that consumers don't view all loyalty programs as being created equal. The things that we care about when we think about a grocery program versus a travel program are really quite different. And so I think continuing to bring rich consumer insights that help us differentiate what is, again, a very crowded landscape. How do we think about these programs differently? How do we make sure that whatever company, whatever industry you're in, you're thinking about designing a program that meets a consumer where they are and you know i think the space that's going to continue to evolve is how does the b2b2c landscape evolve and what are the ways that we think about loyalty programs in that space and how do they look different at the end of the day it's consumers who are buying all of those things and so how do we make a loyalty program fit their needs whatever the industry they're in
0: okay great Well, definitely very interesting uh, to get your perspective, because you guys are at the forefront of, you know, helping design some of those successful programs in customer loyalty or adapting them as they they need be to make them uh, the the kind of the best in breed. Uh, So thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today uh, and looking forward to hearing more from the team at Deloitte uh, throughout 2022. Absolutely. It's great to be here. Absolutely. Thanks. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Please make sure to join us back again for another edition of Loyalty Live and have a wonderful day.